Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. If you have been struggling to get sales from your design work or understanding what you really need to do to make money, I have the workshop for you. On September 23rd, I'm hosting my first ever profitable designer workshop. This one day, three hour workshop is only $97, but I have a discount for all my podcast listeners. Go to KarinaGardnerCourses.com slash profit and put in the code podcast for $50 off. I can't wait to see you more profitable. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Today, we are going to dive right in and start talking about the three ways that you can like really level up as a designer. Now, If you are listening to this podcast and you are a woman business owner, or perhaps you are a crafter or a quilter or a sewer or a maker, like all of those things, these are all topics we talk about on this podcast. And if design is not your exact thing, just substitute the word design for whatever it is, the thing that you do. If you are a crafter, then substitute design for crafter because these three things really do work in any industry but since I'm talking to crafters who want or makers who want to become designers who want to level up their game this is something that I would talk to my design suite members about and so I'm relaying this information to you because I think it's really useful information I think it's the thing like if you want to I, I know in all the areas of my life where it, whether it's financial or being a mother or being a wife or in my business, I'm always trying to level up a little bit, do a little bit better every single day. So here are my suggestions for leveling up as a designer. Okay, the first thing is going to be really obvious, especially to my design suite members, because I feel like all I do is tell them this, and that is you have to design every day, okay? Like not just design a little bit every day, but you should be designing every day for multiple hours. The more, the closer you get to that 10,000 hours where you become an expert, which I don't even think 10,000 really gets you to expert level. I think it's like, then that's when you kind of shoot off, right? Like once you've hit $10,000 and you're headed out there, like you are really at a point where you're like able to design quickly. That's one of the things that happens because I can design very few hours now and produce a lot. Why? Because I'm so darn fast at it and you can be fast at it too. Okay. But you have to put in the time to get to a point where you're super fast and able to like self actualize like the things that you're designing, like really pay attention to how you're designing it and trying to make improvements with it. So I really believe you've got to get those 10,000 hours as fast as you can. Now, I know for some of my design suite members, their lives are crazy, right? Uh, Truthfully, in this day and age, everybody's lives are ultra busy, ultra crazy. And so I'm right there with you. Things are nuts. 
But if you can make a way to prioritize or put into your schedule some design time, you will feel the difference and you will get to your benchmarks much quicker than other people who are doing the same thing. And if you really are trying to create passive income or residual income in your career, which I totally talk about in my boot camps, it's one of our strategies and has made it possible for me to do things like this podcast or teach and sell design courses, it's because I've got all this residual income coming in from design, right? And so I really believe like my my design suite members, they know I don't want them doing hardly any marketing. We do the very bare minimal marketing we have to do. And instead we spend all of our time designing. There's going to be a day and a time where marketing is going to be an important piece of the design process, but not at the beginning and really not for the first couple of years, if not longer, depending on what you're doing. The best thing you can do for yourself is design, 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 and If you've been in one of my boot camps, you know that I talk about it all the time. If you're one of my design suite members, you know I talk about it all the time. For years and years and years, I did barely, if not no marketing at all because all I did was design. And so now, later on, I only have to design a very few number of hours to get what I need Um, you know, what I want put in my shops or stores. I have so many products out there that it really is just running its own little machine at this point. And I have a very set small amount that I produce every single week. It's kind of fantastic. And I get to concentrate on bigger projects. At the time of recording this podcast, I'm actually starting Halloween. I know that you guys are hearing this in July, but That's when I usually, usually I start in June, I start thinking about Halloween and I get to work on bigger, better, more fun projects for me that will be totally ready in time for Halloween at my house, which makes me pretty darn happy. Okay. All right. Second of all, you have to be able to take construction, uh, construction, constructive (laughs) criticism from a mentor. Now, this is not constructive criticism necessarily from a peer it is not constructive criticism oh my goodness I'm having trouble saying that from your mom or a sister or even necessarily a shop owner unless they're looking at your numbers but what I want you to do is find someone to mentor you there are lots of ways to do it Um, I know that that's part of the reason I came up with my design suite program was just because I recognized that so many designers out there weren't getting that kind of mentoring they needed. You need someone to look at your stuff at the beginning. And if you are going back to school, like if you're going back to college, you are going to get that for four years of a bachelor's degree. If you were sitting in one of my university classes, we would be critiquing your work at least once a week, at least Okay, we'd be looking at it, we'd be analyzing it, we'd say what would make it look better, we would talk about eye movement, dynamic, color, typography, we'd be going through all the things, right? So what I want you to do is many of you are not in college, I mean maybe a few of you are, but if you're not, then you need to find a design mentor, okay? And I can't recommend enough finding someone whose stuff you really like. Now, if they're busy, I, I know that I've been asked for internships or whatever else, I, and I don't have time to take those on. We've had a couple of interns before, and it, we just don't do it anymore. It's just too busy for that, okay? 
and I can't design mentor people because I'm so busy. And I suspect your mentor, someone that you love is like that. Go listen to their podcast, go look at their artwork, go, um, go try to find someone in a university setting that could maybe mentor you, um, or look for a paid program, which is not for everybody, but I know my design suite members appreciate it because they're getting the mentorship that they can't get in other places. So see if there's some paid, even like mastermind programs out there. I don't have one of those right now. I have a program that's really strictly for crafters and artists who are becoming designers and want to learn the strategies I do and make residual income, but you need to find what is going to work for you. Okay. Maybe it is a crafter. Maybe there's some amazing crafter out out there that you wish could mentor you follow their stuff, listen to their podcast, see what they're doing. Um, and try to see if you can get some constructive criticism from them. Now you might not get it, So that means you need to look in other places. And unfortunately, a lot of times the best people you need pay, you have to pay for. So there might be people out there or shop owners. That's another thing you could go. If you're working in a shop, um, an online shop, you can always talk to a shop owner and get some constructive criticism. Most of the time, they're not going to tell you design work, but they're going to tell you what works best, which brings me to number three. I was going to put up number two if you're on YouTube with me. It's three. Okay. Number three is the track your sales of your best work. Okay. Now this is assuming you are starting to produce stuff. Okay. And when you are in one of my programs, we try to get between 20 and 50 items before we start putting our stuff in a shop. And then you're going to start tracking it. And what you're going to do is you're going to see what sells best. Okay. Now, if you're on one website, it might sell better. One thing, like maybe your Halloween set sells the best. And then you take it to another site and you find out your Christmas sell, sell, uh, set sells the best, okay? Just because something is your best seller on one site doesn't mean it will be your best seller on another site. So you should be playing with the numbers. You should be playing around, but you also need to just be paying attention like, oh my gosh, that birthday set did so well. Was it the colors? Was it the theme? Was it the way it was set up? And try to mimic yourself so that you can help sell more of what you do so well. Okay. So those are my recommendations. I know that some of these things are difficult, especially if you are just getting started in design, but it will make you better. It will make you so much better. And you know, my thought is there's plenty of room out there for lots of good designers. Let's get rid of all the bad design. There's lots of room for good design. And the more good design that is out there, the better the consumer market will be, the more they will want to purchase, okay? So level up, get better. I'm right here with you, always trying to get better because I know that as I get better, I'm just leveling myself up and I enjoy that. I like seeing what now can I produce that's even better. It makes me feel good. I like the results from it, and it makes me feel proud of my work, and I want you to be proud of your work too, all right? Hey, I am so glad you joined me for this episode. If you are new here, which you probably are since I'm just getting started, thank you for joining me. Like, seriously, thank you so much. You're one of the first. It's always like the first people who come and join a podcast that like you have to like like you're just so grateful for. If you want to leave me a review, that really helps me. Um, It helps the podcast as I'm getting started and I just appreciate it so much. 
Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.